Episode 29 of the Cheeky Podcast. Oh my god. That's so many. Holy it's, moly. We're almost a 30. Almost That's 30. how many it is. Exactly <laughs> how many it is. <laughs> this episode we are bringing you a Clowns React episode. And we are doing studying a more modern comedy group, which you may have heard of, called Auntie Donna. Uh, Auntie Donna are all the rage at the moment. They have released their Netflix series called Auntie Donna's The Big Old House of Fun. And, uh, that is I'm what excited. we are going to be having a look at in today's episode. For those of you who don't know, I'm Tom, and with me is here is Ian. Say hello, Ian. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are two graduates from a sex school in Melbourne, Australia called Nika, and we both specialized in clown, among other things. This podcast is a simple way for us to laugh, learn, and share our love of clowning with you all. So for those of you who have never heard of Auntie Donna before, Auntie Donna are a trio comedic group from Australia, where... Mm. <laughs> and believe it or not, they all met at the Ballarat University of Arts. Oh, Arts really? University, which is my hometown. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm basically a celebrity, you see. Yeah. <laughs> he knows them personally. I I wish that would be very cool. <laughs> Auntie Donna uh, have, over time, they started in 2011, and now they've amassed 300,000 YouTube subscribers, uh, 112,000 Facebook likes, um, and probably more on other platforms, which I haven't <laughs> But yeah, we're about to dive into Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. If you want to, you can check it out on Netflix. And uh, in this particular episode, we're going to be talking about, in particular, episodes one to three. Comedy Devices! So, do you know what's really funny, actually, uh, what I noticed while looking them up, is that they are described on their Wikipedia page as a musical group. I noticed that as well. I thought that was really interesting. And I was... Surprised because I know that from the live show that I saw, like Glenridge Secondary College, that was not so musical as, say, like mm. some of the other works. That was which is more like live sketch on the premise of the school. Mm. But I definitely did notice that in Big Old House of Fun, every episode did feature some sort of song, mm. uh, especially the opening of the very first episode, uh, <laughs> where the opening song is Everything is a Drum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, they're they're pretty wild. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I've seen a video of their. I'll have to send it to you, and we'll link it in the description of their on their Instagram. They uploaded this uh, this sketch on stage. A lot of the material in their Netflix show has been recycled from their live performance sketches. Hmm, that's really interesting. Have you seen a lot of their live shows? Uh, only one that I saw in okay. 2018 with um, Nelson and Jeff for the oh, Comedy oh, Festival, cool. which was so much fun. That was so fun. I think the main one for me 
at least, is extreme absurdism. And, like, beyond everything else, it's absurd. Yeah, absolutely. It's absurd. And they also, like, dabble with, like, grotesqueness. Yeah. Things becoming grotesque. I think they use um, things becoming grotesque as part of, like, scaling as well. Yeah. Definitely within the first four minutes of um, Everything's a Drum, you really... (laughs) know like what you're getting yourself into <laughs> yeah it's uh there's also oh i also recognized from and i would have recognized this from studying the three stooges that they had farce which is like yes. highly improbable or impossible situations um which they have lots of farce <laughs> they have heaps of farce. <laughs> it's the ultimate combination farce and absurdism you just yeah have, like things are extreme but things can be extreme and realistic, but then you have the extreme not realistic side of it. <laughs> and they like play on the lines between those. Yeah, I think a thing that they um that they tend to do is just take the joke like not like too far in quotation, because I don't think that is really a too far, but they just beyond what is necessary. Like they make a joke and then they'll keep it rolling and keep it going until it's just (laughs) like, it's like this sequence of events that are just completely ridiculous. Yeah. The the opening scene, everything is a drum. They're like, oh, this wall is a drum. And then he like punches through it. And then in a later scene, like 20 seconds later, someone's like jumping through the wall. Yeah, like smashing bottles on their heads, like which is not even really related to things being drums, but yeah, <laughs> but, not, but it all sounds like a drum. None of it sounds like them bashing, <laughs> like smashing things. I think that's what that's like in the first episode. That's actually I found the first episode the funniest out of the three for me. Um, but that that punching the wall was so funny for me because. <laughs> He, he punches the wall and then he just like tries to take it out and can't and then, and then it quickly cuts. It's so good. <laughs> and then his hand's bleeding. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think out of the three, I think my favorite was the first one and then mm. followed by the third episode, the Olympics mm. episode. Yeah. And then I found the um, the second episode, the treasure one, we got a bit, got a bit far-fetched for me. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a little bit slower, I think. Another thing I found was they used a lot of broken expectations. Oh, for sure. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I did find that sometimes it was like, moi, spot on, chef kiss. But um, <laughs> other times I was expecting what would happen. Yeah. Um. Like, for example, they have a bit where they, they're like, this show is about a man who's pooped his pants and he's handling it quite well. <laughs> and then it's two dudes and one is like looking like uncomfortable and the other one's like really cheery and like it, the cheery one's pooped his pants, but like, that's. <laughs> Actually, what I found what was more of a payoff for that was, um, them both going out, oh, that's it. <laughs> and then zooming out to BTV. I thought that was better than the actual joke. <laughs> I really liked how they managed to tie all the, like, the extremely absurd things into, like, the television and all of the... Mm. Like, they kind of used the television a few times to, like, bring it back to the characters, like, as mm. themselves. 
I think you have one example of broken expectation. Another one was the the game show. How they kept saying like the most ridiculous answers. Yeah. Uh, to like what's something you put in your mouth, and then it's like oh, it's a food, a toothbrush, you know. Like, it's a family feud style show. Yeah, family food style show. And it's bizarre because they switch between like direct absurdism contrasting to somebody who's actually being serious and like in the yeah, real world. It's really good. And the game show host is like, are you serious? Like what is wrong with you guys? Just say something that's like normal for this answer. <laughs> I don't think you quite understand the premise of this show, though, so I'm going to ask again. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's like a shotgun. He's like, we're skipping you. Take it to the right. He's dead. <laughs> and then it's like, did you hear about the power of shadows? If something was yeah. the right answer. <laughs> so it switches on you. It goes from the, the judge being completely like, what is wrong with you? Oh, yes, you've got it in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so um, one example for fast for fast for me and it wasn't like i suppose it was it wasn't like directly it was like indirectly fast and that is um the ellen show where uh, <laughs> one of them one of them is ellen and then they they like the other one is one winning all these different prizes and then eventually at the end goes through a wormhole and becomes a god <laughs> <laughs> In like a extremist, <laughs> absurd series of events. It's like a bank heist or like a casino, yeah. like yeah, robbery, true. like winning <laughs> three Toyota Corollas. Yeah. Like, oh, that was such a. That's they performed that live as well. Oh yeah. I'll send. I'll try and send it to you. It's exactly the same. It's just done in my sketch. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> And then at the end, it shows, like, the, the guy, and he's, like, just turned blue, like, he is, like... <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, and then I sucked into a wormhole, and like, yeah, it's really kind of boring, actually, like, you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it also had, like, I don't know, I think this is the right use of the term, but the show also used, like, becoming really meta as mm. a, a comic style. Like, mm. they would break character of the story to like be themselves filming the episodes and it's especially prominent in uh, episode two where they're like executive producer comes in and says like guys what the hell are you doing like we're trying to make a show and has it just gone off the rails like the, like that that kind of like uh show within a show kind of deal yeah is, is definitely something they use as well and it also becomes like a show within a show within a show Whenever mm. they use the television, uh, characters on the television show. Yeah, yeah, fully. I think um, also, like, one of my last notes for comedic devices is that their base characters have, like, a certain layer of absurdism on them. Like, they play Zach, Mark, and Broden, but when Broden's walking normally, he walks funny, and, like, they will be sort of exaggerated versions of themselves almost all the time. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't notice that. Like, Well, they kind of, there's definitely moments where they're like, oh, we're on television and I'm yeah, going to yeah. talk like I want That's television. That's true. 
I really liked the in the first episode, the housemates episode, when they're going through the list of potential housemates. That is a um, it's like a repackaged sort of version of the, one of their most popular YouTube videos called Roll Call, where they're in the classroom uh-huh. and they're calling out um, different names. So I recognize they took the same formula to do. Yeah, right. Like potential housemates. I really, it's not so much related to this bit, but I really liked the washing machine as well. <laughs> they just like, <laughs> the washing machine is alive and they just kick it out. They're like, that fucking washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, a favorite moment for me was in that uh, role call. What's it called? Oh, in the uh, new housemate scene. Um was like they're like ah oh, chameleon human hybrid and then he's like i have the great it's just a shot of an empty chair and he's like i have the greatest power of a chameleon and then he comes into frame and it's like chameleon's claws it's the claws of a chameleon <laughs> <laughs> that was so good i, I really I really like, like that so not expecting that <laughs> yeah fully <laughs> <laughs> I really liked how they took so much interest in like the inanimate objects, like yeah. the, the like the plant. They were like, mm, it's like wow, it's a nice plant. That was like a, a cow soy. It was like a soy oh, yeah. dressed up as a cowboy that was like played off a cow. <laughs> And they're like, mm, thank you, Castle. We will consider your application. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be notified in due time. Yeah, that one. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I really liked it. In episode two, it was at the end when they were playing ball, and then people just kept coming on. Like, they had Ed Helm, Egg Helms come on, and they started playing ball, and then the police officers started playing ball, and then Abe Lincoln played ball, and then. <laughs> I can't, I can't, someone was like, this, Abraham Lincoln being here has changed the tone for me considerably. <laughs> the two police officers? Yeah. Oh, I found oh. it too much. I couldn't get into that bit. I was like, what the? Oh, <laughs> what really? is happening here? Just like, that, bowling, that one like... bit. <laughs> oh, so funny. Man, Abe Lincoln here really changed the tone for me. <laughs> yeah, fully. Man, I, I really like. They're pretty bad, but like, I really love the um, the clairvoyant, a clairvoyant, oh. the clairvoyant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and this pretend clairvoyant guys like playing off this dude. They're supposed to be working together and just giving him nothing. He's like, "Have we yeah. met before?" Is like, if you say so. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> And then I go, oh, I can't remember what they do, but they go to a really dark place with that one. It's really funny. Yeah, it's like, do you, oh, it's like, your grandpa, he was in the war. He's like, yes. He's like, he was pinned down by a snapper. He's like, yes. And then it's like, he was given like a war medallion. He's like, oh, you're right. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> oh I thought he meant pork medallion. I thought he say something like pork. Like, he yeah, yeah. Like a, oh. A, like a pork medallion is a slice of meat. It's a type of slice of meat, I believe. And it's, it's like, oh, I misread the email. I, I couldn't quite remember what you said. Something medallion. So I brought a pork medallion. Got some beers too. <laughs> <laughs> and 
<laughs> he's like, his grandpa says, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then he runs away crying. Oh, man. <laughs> there was just those moments where he was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm butchering quoting this, but there's one moment where he's like, looks at, turns to the camera and he's like, I know. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that bit was quite funny as well. My, my last favorite moment that I'll mention also was the, um, oh, there's two parts of this. One was the, Physiotherapy, like the sports doctor sketches where the guys are coming in with oh. different, <laughs> really, good as well. really weird sort of injuries or like different <laughs> like sporting problems that like aren't weren't solvable. Yeah, and there was a few moments of that which were hilarious. One was like, "Do you want to play croquet?" And he's like, "Can he do something manic?" And he starts like hitting the Swiss balls towards her. And she's trying to like hold them all together. I love that she's like I hate this job <laughs> and, and, when, and then the final one is like a guy in, um, Zach's being one of the characters in the sports shop is like hey, like Zach like is that you and then he, <laughs> that's right he um, just pretends to he's like oh yeah takes off the costume and, like, Zach is the only one that gets picked out for, like, being an absurd character. But yeah. Like, as himself. But everyone else is, like, just totally blown off as some legitimate sports yeah. injury. And then she references it. And she, she was like, and it seems to be that, you know, people come in here just to practice their character comedy. I hate it. <laughs> remember when this happens but there's like a really good broken expectations bit where that he's like like they're in the show they're not afraid of swearing at all um and i think it might have been it might have been on the family feud bit but he's like saying he's like i can't believe this you fucking whatever and then it beeps like slightly after he said it. <laughs> I really like that as well. But that was very funny. They take advantage of so many different ways to make things funny. They like really yeah. play with like so many elements at all at the same time. They overlap yeah. things and including like callbacks as well as like. Mm. Oh, man, they do it really well. Like, oh, they play with the gags they can do with the television camera, like the actual frame. Mm. Like, mm. They play with, yeah. Yeah, they're really, really good. And I've noticed that they don't, they don't really adhere to any comedic principles other than scaling and broken expectations and absurdism. Like, they never do rule of threes. They always go beyond the rule of three. Like, yeah. they'll do many more than three. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for liking this week's episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, remember to rate us on iTunes and also remember to leave us a review um, and tell us which one of the first three episodes is your favorite. Actually, just tell us which is, is your favorite in general. We'd love to know. Please follow us on Facebook. We post things there from week to week and we feel free to contact us if you have any suggestions. We are Cheeky Productions on Facebook and also www.cheekyproductions.org is our website if you don't know already. 
Auntie Donna, if you see this episode, please share it. That would be great. That we would be you. incredible. We we're do all, love you. We're all from Melbourne. We're all on the same team here. <laughs> <laughs> we're I'm all from, clowns. Don't know I'm if you guys count yourself as clowns. I'm from your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you get a coffee sometime, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> Alrighty, joke of the day. Tom, you said you had one pre planned this time. Alright. Because I never do. I do. I'm ready. So, uh, I have this friend, John, and one day John tells me that he knows everyone in the world. He knows everyone. And I was like, what do you mean you know everyone? He's like, I know everyone. And... I was like, oh, what do you, what? No, you can't, you can't know everyone. Of course you don't know everyone. He's like, okay, name someone. I know them. And we'll go there and we'll just say hi. And so I said, all right, uh, Tom Cruise. And so we head over to Tom Cruise's house and he's like, don't worry. I know these, I know him. He knocks on the door. Tom Cruise opens up and he's like, oh, John, I haven't seen you forever. Come in, come in. We'll chat. And so we go in, we chat and then we leave eventually. And He's like, all right, see, I know everyone. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. I've got it. I've got it. The Pope. So we go over to where the Pope is and we, and he's about to make like an entrance. So there's heaps of people and, you know, John, John says, okay, just wait here. I'll go, I'll go up onto like the stage where the Pope's going to come out and I'll be able to get to him because I know the bodyguards too. So don't worry about it. And so he's gone for a few minutes and then eventually comes out with the Pope on the stage and everyone's cheering. And then he, when he comes back, I'm just like laughing to my laughing so hard. And he's like, what are you, why are you laughing? did you see me up there? And he was, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. But some guy next to me was like, who's up there with John? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. So. Did- Oh. John, <laughs> John and not the Pope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, bit of a long form joke there for you I guys like today. It. I was invested. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to the Cheeky Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Ian. I am Tom. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>